I'm going to go ahead and get into this word, saints of God, because I don't want to keep you long. I just want to bless you with this word that the Lord placed on my heart. First of all, I want to thank God for, uh, for Apostle Brathwaite, whom he just dropped in my spirit last week to lead the service. And, and it was just <laughs> those words that came out of her mouth were straight from the Lord. And I let her know that. Amen. She, those words were from the oracles of God. Amen. For agape love. Because we were on that. We were on how we're in this last days and how it's so important for us to, to share the good news. Because time is truly running out. We can see it. And, uh, and she came out saying, stay focused on Jesus, which is sound doctrine, saints of God. She came out with that. And, uh, and ironically, uh, Sister Diana pray, prayed that prayer for us today as well. <laughs> stay focused on the Lord. Amen. Especially through this period right here, because there is a great fall in the way that's going on today in this earth, saints of God. Just like the Lord said in the, in the last days, there will be a great falling away and we're seeing it right now. But another powerful thing that she said last week was that the word has to be preached in season and out of season. And that really penetrated my heart. So I don't care how it looks or what's going on, I'm gonna get this word out because it has to be preached in season and out of season. When you feel as though, oh, well, I just don't feel like it today. Well, you're out of season, that's out of season to you, amen. But the word has to go forth, amen. Because the scripture tells us that, that that's when the end, the word has to be go throughout the whole world. This is what Jesus was telling his disciples. He said, he showed them a whole bunch of other things. But then he said this, finally, he said, and then the word of God has to be preached throughout the whole world, and then the end will come. <laughs> Saints of God, this word got to go throughout the whole world. Because God is just, he's fair. He doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants us all to come to repentance. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And when she said that this word has to be preached in season and out of season. All oh, I was shouting for joy, thanks to God. <laughs> she said, to do, the, to do the work of the ministry, we must all remain faithful. <laughs> we must have the ability to endure. Oh, that sound doctrine right there, thanks to God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. And then she made this powerful statement right here, thanks to God. This follower, she said, do whatever God assigns you to do. <laughs> Whatever your party is, saints, make sure you get it done. <laughs> I yeah. once spoke a word on the, the definition of success. <laughs> and it's different than what the world says success is and what God says success is. <laughs> See, in this world, they say well, if you got all plenty of money and you know all these material things, you're successful. <laughs> but that's not how God sees it. Success in the spirit world is finding out what the will of the Lord is for your life and doing it. Now you're successful. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, Lord. So I just thank God for Apostle Brathwaite. I really do. She really stepped in and spoke the oracles of the Lord. God really used her mightily. And I just I just couldn't couldn't thank her enough. I called her up and and while we stayed on the phone for hours, it was just it was it was awesome. It was the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But today, saints of God, let me give you this word that the Lord placed on my heart for you. Because, you know, this is a time in this season we're in now, in this Christmas season, where it should be peace on earth and goodwill toward man. That's the season we're supposed to be in right now. Peace on earth and goodwill toward man. And if you all would, could you turn to, to Luke chapter 2? Again, it was so ironic. My wife was reading in Luke a similar thing. And I thought she was going to get right into these scriptures because she was so close. But I'm going to read to you Luke chapter 2 and verse 14. It says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's where we at today, saints of God. That's where we should be. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward man. <laughs> That's our destination, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Then I want you to look at this scripture because we always hear this scripture in this season, in this Christmas season. Follow me to Isaiah chapter nine. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Isaiah chapter nine, look at verse six. It says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Consular, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. That's just some of the names of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, Lord, I'm a consular. The mighty God. <laughs> the everlasting Father. <laughs> Come on, somebody. The Prince of Peace. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Are y'all hearing this? Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. <laughs> and I like how this scripture is. It says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. <laughs> My God, hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for your word that cannot return back to you void. <laughs> Oh, glory to God in the highest, as the scripture says in Luke. Glory to God in the highest saints. But here's my question to you all. Where is the Prince of Peace? Huh? The one called Wonderful. Where is he? The Consular. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. Where is he, saints? Because what we're seeing today seems to be contrary to all of that. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Where is our Prince of Peace, saints? <laughs> Here's the answer right here. He's wherever you put him in your life. That's where he is. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. In some folks' lives, he's reigning supreme. Amen. He's the head of our lives, saints. <laughs> but in some folks' lives, in others' lives, he doesn't exist. Amen. <laughs> they have no time for him. Oh, I hope y'all hearing me, saints of God. <laughs> you all know how I used to have that sign that says, no Jesus, K-N-O-W, no peace. Huh, you all remember that sign? <laughs> If you know Jesus, you know peace. <laughs> but at the same time, the double-edged sword, the other side to that is if no Jesus, N-O, <laughs> no peace. Amen. <laughs> Where Jesus is depends on how you know him, saints of God. <laughs> That's where he is. Where is this Prince of Peace? Where is this one called Wonderful? It depends on how you know him where he is in your life. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. But I can tell you this, the further we move away from the Lord, the less peaceful we become in the earth. <laughs> Please know that, saints of God. <laughs> God is so merciful, though, saints of God. He is just and fair. He's the God of a second chance. Everybody say amen for that, to that, because we're so thankful that God is the God of a second chance. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. And God wants to give us all a second chance, saints. He showed it to me so clearly. His will, again, is for none of us to perish, but for all to come to repentance, saints. He's the God of a second chance. If we mess up, please believe he wants to give you another chance. <laughs> and I'm going to do what the Lord showed me to do <laughs> today to secure us a second chance. But before I do it, I want to I show you quickly how we get out of position with him to need another chance. <laughs> I want to show you one of the main things that keeps us away from the Lord. So we always need a, another chance to get back in his good graces. Amen. And one of the main things is ignorance. Ignorance just simply means we don't know. Amen. We don't know him because we don't know his word. Ignorance will keep us away from the Lord. Amen. Not knowing his word. See, God and his word are the same, saints of God. <laughs> you say, I know God. Well, you know him as, about as much as you know his word. Amen. <laughs> in John chapter one, if you look at verse one quickly, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. See, God and his word are one, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. And one of the major problems 
is many are ignorant to the word of God. They just don't know it. Ignorant just simply means you don't know. Amen. And God's word is no excuse not to know it because he wrote it for us. It is written, saints. Huh? And the scriptures encourage us to study it. It said the word of God, we just don't read it. We study it. It, said, it tells us to study to show ourselves approved. Good workmen that need not to be ashamed. Rightfully dividing the word of truth. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. But ignorance of the word will keep us away from him, saints of God. <laughs> and we know Satan loves it when we don't know the word. Oh, that's his great, great, great weapon. Because <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> he's the father of lies, the author of it. And he has this big lie going right now, saying, what we don't know can't hurt us. <laughs> That's a lie, saints, from the pits of hell. Especially when it comes to the word of God. <laughs> See, you can apply that to some things in this earth, and it might be partially true. <laughs> some things you that we don't know in this earth, it won't hurt us. God will protect us from it. From it. Amen. Some things that we don't, look what the elder, the elder said right before that truck came at him. He was thanking God for getting him safely to his destination. <laughs> he didn't know that truck was coming. <laughs> but God suddenly protected him from that. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The devil has that great lie going that what we don't know can't hurt us. <laughs> That's not true when it comes to the word of God. Don't apply that to the word of God. Well, if I don't know the word of God, then it can't hurt me. That's a lie. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Let's look at it. what it says in the scriptures, saints of God, about not knowing. <laughs> Let's just review that real quick. The lie is from the devil, because you know the devil likes to mix lies with the truth. That's how he gets them over on us. He, he tells a little bit of the truth and he mixes it up with great lies. He's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It looks good, but all wrapped up in it is evil. Amen. And that's what that is. What we don't know can't hurt us. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, if I don't know it, then it can't hurt me. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Turn in your, in your Bible to Hosea chapter four. Let me expose this lie. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Scripture says we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. Let me show you the truth on what we don't know can't hurt us. This is what the scripture says. Look at Hosea chapter four for me. All right, thanks to God. I hope you can hear me now. The internet just went out. The Lord, don't, the, the devil don't want this word to go out. <laughs> he don't want none of God's words to go out, but he really don't want this one to go out. But I can see all of you all, so I'm going to continue in this word. I was reading to you Hosea chapter four. 
which says, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. See, God has a controversy with his people because they don't know him. Amen. They don't know him. They have no truth. See, if you don't know the Lord, you have no truth, no mercy. We saw just in Oak Brook, these young men shooting at each other. And in a crowded mall a day or two before Christmas. What kind of foolishness is that, saints? They have no truth, no knowledge of God in the land. Huh? Oh, thank you, Jesus. No mercy. You can't have any kind of mercy in your life to not care about people where you just shooting at each other recklessly in a crowd of folks. Oh, I'm trying to give you a piece of meat today, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to show you what ignorance, to, how dangerous it is to be ignorant to the word of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It says, no knowledge of God in the land. Look at verse two, Hosea four and two. It says, by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out blood, touch of blood. Are you hearing this, saints of God? See, when people are out of the will of God, these are the results. We see so much of this in our society today, and Satan is trying to dull us of it. Amen. Trying to make it a norm, like, oh, don't just let it be. That, this is the new norm. That is a lie. This is not normal. The devil is a liar. <laughs> what you don't know can hurt you, saints. Amen. <laughs> that lie the devil has that what you don't know can't hurt you is a straight up lie. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to the punchline, saints. <laughs> the devil is a liar. What you don't know can't hurt you. Here's the punchline. Look at verse 6. Hosea 4 and verse 6. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Look, look. Are you seeing this scripture right here, saints of God? <laughs> my people. God is talking about his people. We ain't not even talking about the world. We know their faith. But he's talking about his own people. It, it began talking about the children of Israel. His people don't want to know the word. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah, Lord. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I thought what you don't know can't hurt you. <laughs> Not based on the scripture here. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Do you see what the scripture is saying here, saints of God? We're seeing this in this earth today at a great measure because we have rejected knowledge. <laughs> what you, but what you don't know don't, can't hurt you. That's a lie. He's saying you were going to reject me? You're going to reject knowledge? Of the Lord? Oh, Lord, have mercy. He says, I'm a, I'm a re first of all, I'm going to reject you. <laughs> That's what the scripture said. And then 
you, you will be no priest to me. See, men of God, we're priests of our home. <laughs> Please know this. When you reject the knowledge of the Lord, you can be no priest in your home. <laughs> That's why it continues on by saying, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now, we misinterpret that. Because it sounds like this scripture is saying that because you have rejected the Lord, he's going to reject you, you and your children. That's what it sounds like it's saying. Amen. But I'm telling you, God is merciful. He's just. He's fair. He's not going to punish your children because of you. Get this in your spirit right here, saying to God. God is not that kind of God where because you all jacked up, I'm going to punish you and your children. That's not the God we serve. Amen. Let me show you who's really punishing them. See, here's the revelation. Because children want to do what they see their parents do. And so they see you reject God. So they reject God. But it's not God that's punishing them. It's you. Because you reject God. So then your children do what they see you do. So they reject God. So the same punishment that you're getting for rejecting God is the same punishment that your children are getting, not because that he's punishing because of you. You're punishing because you're rejecting them, and so they do what they see you do. <laughs> that's the revelation, saying to God. Huh, that's why it's our perfect example to them is what we do, not what we say. Yeah, we can tell them, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. But if they see us do it, then it's okay. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, God just revealed a big part of the puzzle. Let me say this, saints of God, and you all heard me say this a million times, but here's a million and one. We can be ignorant to anything in this world, but don't be ignorant to the word of God. <laughs> Hear me, saints of God. Huh? Many things in this world we don't know. Ignorant just simply means you don't know. Amen. But all these great and precious promises in the word of God is not something that you don't want to know. You want to know what God promised he was going to do for you because he has to do it. It is written. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. You can stand on what's written, saints. The world got that much sense. Amen. The world will tell you in a minute. Did you get it in writing? <laughs> Amen. Do you have it in writing? Well, they said that they were going to do this. They said that they were going to credit my bill. They made a mistake. Who is they? Do you have it in writing? Who did you talk to? Amen. <laughs> oh, we got God's word living in Jesus. Jesus is the living word of God. And we also have the written word of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We have no excuse, saints of God, to be ignorant to the word of God. Amen. Here's another thing about the world. Let me show this to you. The world has a saying when you go to court. Huh? 
because you broke the law, but you didn't know. <laughs> you go, your defense is, judge, your honor, I just didn't know. I didn't know that was a law. Amen. And you know what the world says? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Just because you didn't know, that's not going to be a defense for you, saints of God. <laughs> oh, Lord, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't wait for the second chance the Lord wants to give us. But I want to just show you these couple of things so we won't always keep needing another chance to get it right. And another chance. And another chance. And another chance. God's going to give us all the chances. Y'all remember what he told Peter? Peter said, how many times you want me to forgive, Lord? Seven? God told him, no, seven times seven. Seventy times seven. God's going to keep giving us chances, say to God. But we don't want to be ignorant to Satan's devices, and we don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. One more thing I want to show you, and then I want to do what the Lord asked me to do for the great second chance. <laughs> Here's the other thing I want to show you. Because God revealed to, uh, to me how ignorance is a, is a major factor in separating us from him. And also starvation. <laughs> Many of us are starving because we're living on bread alone, saints of God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Remember the Lord told, we just can't live on bread alone. <laughs> That's not how we just, we live, saints. But if we're ignorant to the word, then all we have is the natural. Amen. <laughs> We don't have the power of the spirit of the Lord because we're ignorant to it. Amen. We don't know how to stand on it. Let me show it to you in the scriptures. Because many in the world today are starving saints, living on bread alone. Turn quickly in your Bibles to Matthew chapter four. Let me show this to you and make it plain. Matthew chapter four, look at verse one. It says, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. Here it is, our God, our Lord and Savior that fasted 40 days and 40 nights and he was hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. <laughs> Satan always wants you to prove something to him. And he's always placing doubt. Huh? He wants to attack you in a place where he thinks you're the most vulnerable. And so he knew Jesus was hungry. Amen. So he came to him and, and attacked him in that area. You. If you're the son of God, like you say you are, then go ahead and turn these stones into bread and eat. That's what he was saying to him. Amen. <laughs> and if you're ignorant to the word, saints, Satan has so many ways to attack you. Uh, he wants to make you doubt God because he's a liar. Amen. He's the father of lies. He has many lies. 
And if you have no truth working in your life, you are very susceptible to the, um, many great lies. Amen. Please hear me, saints of God. Look at how Jesus answered him in verse four. It says, but he answered and said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. <laughs> oh, glory to God. That's more confirmation. See, Jesus was not ignorant to the word. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Jesus is the word. Amen. He's the living word of God. And in these times, we must know him personally and intimately, saints of God. You don't want to be ignorant to the word of God today, saints. You want to know all these great and precious promises. Amen. And God gave us so many ways to know it. He wrote it on our heart. When we're doing wrong, don't you know it's written on our heart? We know it. We can feel it. God took his word and wrote it on our heart. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so I just wanted to point out two things that were, that are, uh, keeping us from the Lord uh, and always needing another chance. One is ignorance and one is starvation. Thank you, Jesus. See, with all this civil unrest going on, all this violence, all this sickness, all this disease, <laughs> all this mess, saints of God, <laughs> I want you to know this $6 million question. I'm going to ask the $6 million question. <laughs> <laughs> that many are asking today because we got a lot of stuff going on today. We're in the final days. Amen. The final hours. Here's the question. What must we do to be saved? <laughs> That's the question we got to answer that question, say to God. Thank you, Jesus. How would you like a second chance? Another chance to get it right. This is what the Lord showed me, saints. That's why forgiveness is so important. When somebody forgives you, you know what they're really doing, saints? They're giving you another chance to get it right. <laughs> Amen. They're forgiving you. They're releasing you of what, however you harm them. Giving you a chance to get it right. And in forgiveness, they're getting themselves a chance to get right. Because since none of us are perfect, we have to forgive. God is a God of second chance, saints of God. And I want to show you what the Lord showed me about the second chance he wants to give us. Amen. In golf, you know what they call the second chance in golf? They call it a mulligan. Amen. You, st you stand on that tee box and you hit that ball and it sprays off to the right or it doesn't go anywhere. And you're standing there and everybody's looking at you. And what you want is just another chance. And they say, hey, we're going to give you a mulligan. We're going to give you another chance to get it right. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Second chances are awesome, saints of God. <laughs> you all know I'm into computers. Amen. Computers provided an awesome living for me and my family. You know what the second chance is called in computer, saints of God? It's called a reboot. 
Amen. Something just got haywire. Some bad cold got caught up. And the computer is going real slow. It's acting up. Amen. You can't get online. You can't get to the internet. You, and all of a sudden, you just reboot it. Oh, I'm talking about the second chance right now. I want to give you this thing to God. I want to give the Lord told me he wants to give his people a second chance going off into this new year. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say thank you, Jesus. So you have to reboot that computer every now and then. Refresh it. Start it all over again. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And golf is called a mulligan and computers is called a reboot. Amen. You know what the Lord calls it in the spirit? Another chance. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. It's called born again. <laughs> See, we were all of us were born messed up. <laughs> but thanks to our God, he gave us a second chance. Amen. A chance to be born again. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> so the question is, what must we do to be saved in this period that we're in right now? <laughs> what is it that we got to do, Lord? Because this is a trying times. <laughs> we know we don't want to be ignorant to your word. We don't want to be starving to what is written. We want to know what you said, all those great and precious promises. Oh, Lord, thank you. Let me read to you just these last few verses, thanks to God. If you all would turn quickly to Acts chapter 16, I want to answer this question. What must we do to be saved? Acts 16, look at verse 25. It says, And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sprang and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Paul and Silas was locked up, saints. They in jail for the word. Amen. And they started singing praises to God. And the prisoners heard them. I want y'all to follow me. Verse 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. <laughs> See what singing praises to God to do? Thanking him. <laughs> See what they in there singing pray, they jump singing praises to the Lord. And all of a sudden, immediately, huh? We like when, when God do that suddenly. Oh, I love when God do that suddenly. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> they were loose, saints. Verse 27. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. The keeper of the prison was so afraid because he knows them prisoners get loose, they're going to kill him. So he's going to kill himself. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 28. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. They didn't even flee. He said, we're not going to flee. Don't kill yourself, guard. <laughs> we're all here. We just, our bonds, our shackles is off. But we all, we didn't run away. Amen. Look at verse 29. Then he called for a light 
and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. <laughs> the, 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 the guard said, cut the light on. Let me see. Let me see if you all there. <laughs> then he started, then he got afraid and fell down and before the Paul and Silas. Verse 30, and brought them out and said, Sirs, <laughs> he asked them the $6 million, what must I do to be saved? See, he didn't saw the power of God. <laughs> what do I have to do to be saved? And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved, not only you, and thy house. Amen. Now, remember what I told you all when, 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 when God said, because you reject me, I'm going to reject you and your children. But look at the opposite. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. He's not only just going to save you, he's going to save your house as well. That's all of our prayers. Lord, I need you to save everybody in my family, all of them. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. <laughs> That's how we're going to get them saved, saints. Speaking on to them the word of the Lord, not allowing them to be ignorant. <laughs> Speaking, telling them what is written. These are all your rights and privileges. Don't be ignorant to that, family. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, glory to God in the highest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Y'all ready for the second chance? Oh, God wants to give us all a second chance. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. A clean slate, if you will. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> So I'm going to go through Romans 10. I'm going to read verse 8 to 13, and I want you all to repeat it <laughs> for the great second chance, just in case. I know everybody's born again. Everybody's saved. Amen. So you shouldn't have no problem repeating this <laughs> as, as much as you can remember to do it. Romans 10 verse 8 says, but what saith it? The word is not thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. They say this word is close, saints. <laughs> it's in your mouth and in your heart. <laughs> we just got to receive it by faith. Many of our loved ones who don't know the Lord, ignorant to the word, starving out here. They, they, the word is right in so close to them in their mouth and their heart. It's the word of faith, which we preach. Look at verse nine. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. I want everybody to confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus right now. We're talking about the second chance. And believe and shall believe in thy heart that God have raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Oh, that's another answer to the $6 million question. In this time, in these last days, in these trying times where it's a great falling away, what must we do to be saved? That's what I'm interested in. Amen. Not all this other nonsense that's going on in this world. I want this $6 million. Lord, what must we do to be saved? 
Verse 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We believe in our heart, and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. God raised him from the dead. He's the head of our life. He's the living word of God. He saved us. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. My question earlier was, where is this uh, Savior? Where is he? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I answered the question. He's wherever he, you have him in your life. That's where he is. And we want to have him first place in our life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the second chance. Everybody say thank you for the second chance. Hallelujah. As we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Look at verse 11. For the scripture saying, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. And we just called on him, saints of God. Hallelujah. We just called on our God. <laughs> Amen. Because we in some turmoil. We in some trying times right now. These jokers is just out of control. Shooting all up in a mall, in a crowded mall. Just anywhere. It can jump off anywhere. Oh, Elder Vic gave that powerful testimony. He's just on the bridge, almost home. It could jump off anywhere, saints. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. It says, for the same Lord over all is rich upon all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your word today. I want a little over, saints, but I wanted to get that in your spirit. I want everybody on the line to have a second chance. Amen. If you fell short, amen, to just know that if we call upon the name of the Lord, don't fall, don't, don't fall away from the Lord. Amen. We can fall short in this earth with some of the things that we do. But don't fall away from the Lord. Keep asking. Keep standing on his promise. It is he has to perform it. He watches over his word to perform it in our lives. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the second chance. Thank you for the reboot. Thank you for the mulligan. Thank you for another opportunity, Lord. To, to serve you at a great level, Lord. Thank you for saving us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you. Happy birthday to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 